You are listening to the Movie Chemists Podcast. Your host, Brian Matthew and Greg Canales, giving unfiltered reviews on the latest movies and television series. Mixing in pop culture, gaming, sports, and whatever the hell they want. Movie Chemists are back, episode 147. It's been a minute. What's going on, Gregory? What's going on, Brian? How you been? Good, man. What's going on, Gregory? What's going on, Brian? It's like it's like uh, seeing a ghost over here. I know, right? It's been a while. It's been a while. But yeah, we're back. We're back. Uh, what's been going on with you? Busy with work, school? A lot has happened in the last two months. It, what was the last podcast we did was in August, I think. Yeah, I think it was August. What, I mean, like what we talked about. But yeah, it's been a while. I believe it was... Uh, it was a show. It was the first episode of Game of Thrones uh, or House of the Dragon. Uh, yes, or Kenobi. Yes, you correct. No, better call Saul, Prey, and House of the Dragons. So yeah, it's been a while. Oh, damn! I forgot about my those goodness. Prey. But yeah, we're back. Uh, everything good on your end? I see you're in a new. Uh, you got a new. You got a new uh, background there. Is that just a background? Or are you living in a new house, buddy? Uh, yeah, I moved in with my girlfriend. Well, Ooh, I'm my girlfriend. Listeners are. Oh, fiance. man. No, oh, my God. No, it's my fiance now. A lot has Ooh, happened. She better not have heard that. Mm, uh, well, <laughs> no, she's. Uh, yeah, she's my fiance now. I got engaged over I for, I Christmas. I forgot about that, too. Yeah, time flies. <laughs> yeah, we got a time flies. A lot of. A lot of uh, I got engaged, and too. Issues. Yes. That's right. <laughs> Holy fuck. That was so long ago. Wow, since the last episode. Wow, two engaged men. That's crazy. I didn't even, yeah. I didn't even think about that. Wow. Yeah. Well, congratulations. I, Mutual congratulations. Congratulations, buddy. Your <laughs> uh, your your uh your wedding is going to be soon. Well, next year, right? In a year. Pretty much In a, a year. year from today. Yeah. Not exactly, but close enough. It's outstanding. And uh, yeah, uh, I'm in a new, in a new uh, dwelling. Things mm-hmm. are good. Things are great. Uh, on my final year of school, I just passed my uh, journeyman's hands-on final. Well, I nice. need to take my take my written final in June, so that'll be fun. Yeah, that sounds awful. I do not miss it, miss taking tests. Right, I'm a I'm a terrible test taker. So Me let's too. I'll start let's sweating, see palpitating. Oh, dude! You should have seen me when I was doing my hands-on final. I was like trying to like splice wires together, and I was shaking, and and then I I was sweating bullets. It was it was nuts, but I got it done. Everything worked. I passed. I think I passed. My teacher won't let me know if I passed or not. But wait, when so, did you take it? I took it two weeks ago. You still um, don't know. So he don't won't let me know whether I passed or failed because if he does tell me whether I passed or failed, he doesn't want me going to the other guys and letting them know what I did to pass and mm, or what I did to fail. People still have to take tests. Yeah. So okay. the last guy or girl goes uh, in March. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I you know I've been listening to a lot of po- our old podcasts lately, and I'm I was thinking in my head. Man, I say like a lot, so I'm going to I'm going to adjust my uh, New my, Year's resolution. Uh, New Year's resolution. I'm gonna, uh-huh. I'm I'm not going to say like a lot. I sound 
I sound like a high school teenager. But uh, yeah, how's everything on your end? Good, man. Good. Just uh, working a lot. Trying to watch, catch up on some movies. I saw the Oscars came out yesterday. I literally probably saw two movies on that list. Yeah. So I'm going to try to get that done before the Oscars, before Will Smith slaps somebody on stage again, you know? Oh, my God. That wasn't that bad. <laughs> Holy shit. That was quick. And then, uh, yeah, some good good television. Uh, and that's primarily what we're here for today, right? Um, yeah. A game we've talked about on one of our many episodes, The Last of Us. Um, I played part two. I don't think you have, but we were both big fans of the first game, which released what 10 years ago. I think it was 2012. So 11 years ago now. And yeah, it was adapted for the big screen and yeah, or the small screen, but you know, television nowadays is kind of like the big screen. I feel like that's the best medium for pretty much. It's the best medium right now. You have to say, you know, um, I can't tell a story. Yeah, like I can't even tell you. Uh, the last movie uh, that I saw in theaters was The Batman, and that came out one like last year. And... March, last March, almost a year. Um, yeah. What was the last one I saw? I went to the theater to see. Um, Private viewing of Velma. <laughs> Private viewing of Velma. Yeah, we'll talk some Velma too, because that's very uh, polarizing right now. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, I haven't been to the theater in a while. It just. I got to go back, though, because actually Regal announced last week they're closing a bunch of theaters. Really? Sucks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I need to go back. I, I miss going to the theater. I used to go a lot. When we were first doing the podcast, I had that fucking movie pass. Oh, we were going like once a we week. We were going once or twice a week. Yeah. You know, I, my job, the hell's my job was a little more flexible, so you know, I, yeah. could, um, I could weasel around a little more, so... Yeah, I was going at least twice a week, and it was fun. I, I enjoyed going there. Um, <laughs> I remember I was because I, I, uh, I, I it was when I first started the apprenticeship, and I was working on like a lot of side work too. And I think you were just like, "Dude, are you gonna go to the movies or not?" I'm like, "Dude, I'm trying. I swear to God, I, it's not that I don't want to go. It's just that I'm like, I have no time." Yeah. But it actually uh, streaming has done uh, a whole lot for me so i've actually yeah. been catching up on a lot you know i still do miss the movies i had this whole ritual when i used to go to the movies uh there in, back when i lived in the other place um i there was a movie a small movie theater in town that i would go to and then right after there's a my favorite sushi plot ever and mm. i would go there and have dinner by myself <laughs> like Steven Glansberg, but, uh, yeah, last of us, um, video game one, I believe it won game of the year, 2012. Yeah. And the uh, sequel one game of the year. Yes. As well. uh, sequel one game of the year as well. It got a HD remaster on the PS four and then it got a remake on the PS five or next gen, I would say recently. And, yes. That came and, out in September. Yeah, September, and it's uh, I I I got the remake, or yeah, the remake on uh, PS Five, uh, just because mm-hmm. I th- I believe I got it on sale or something like that. Yeah, but um, playing it played it again, and I'm satisfied with the purchase because last time I played it was years ago, mm-hmm. and it's such a good game to revisit. Oh um, uh, yeah, 
the graphics are yeah. they really outdid themselves with at least updating the graphics looks awesome there's yeah there was clips going around where like when you break a bottle off somebody's face you can actually see the glass shards sticking in their face and stuff yeah. like that like it's it's incredible it's really really well done and they remade it twice so you know it's a popular game and you know for me it's a story that resonates with me each time you know each time i play it um you know, you still go through the emotions of the game and it's one of the best narratives ever put in the game. Um, so I was excited to see it adapted to the big screen. And the best part was HBO got a hold of it, you know, and that's why I was always excited. HBO rarely puts a foot wrong. If this had went to, what was the one that did Paramount that did a, a Halo or, oh or my even God. Netflix that did Resident Evil? Oh. Um, my anticipation would have been low, but HBO got a hold of it. We saw those yeah. first trailers. We saw set pictures, and it looked gorgeous. And um, I was really, really excited about it. I think you were too, but go ahead and uh, tell us how you're feeling, at least going into episode one. I was very excited. Uh, I, I was obviously I was a big fan fan of Game of Thrones. Uh, Bella Ramsey and uh, Pedro Pascal had great characters on the show. I knew they were competent actors. I mean, Pedro Pascal is is mopping it up right now. He's 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 doing a lot of movies. Seriously, <laughs> he, he's the Mandalorian. You know, he's he, he both both are, and then other actors in here. Um, you know the guy that did Chernobyl is directing the whole thing, so that whole that whole feeling of dread and hopelessness. There could not have been a better person to yeah. uh, be head of all this, and because um, The Last of Us is the video game, at least, is super depressing. It it it's it's mm -hmm. drab. It's 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 like a lifeless world and <clears throat> if you watch chernobyl there is nothing as far as you know a positive uh not one positive thing happened in that show it was just a show of i think it was like eight episodes or something like that of just pure yeah. depression and mm -hmm. it, it was it was it was almost scary it was it was frightening because it's not like it was a made-up story this uh, Chernobyl was a real thing that happened and just mm -hmm. to see firsthand on what happened to all these people um, he did a great job of showing that uh, the brutality of you know having nuclear power and for someone like him to direct the last of us show um, that, that to to utilize his technique in something like this I I think everything lined up for this show to succeed. I, this show is a 10 out of 10 for me. I'm not even going to wait till the end to wow. give a no slow reveal, no slow reveal. It's a 10 out of 10 <laughs> for me. Um, it, it pretty much everything. So I had high hopes for this show and I think you said it too. Uh, it exceeded my, our hopes. Uh, it's a, it is a lot better than we thought it would be. Um, First episode going in, I was very excited. Um, they do something different. That was they start to show off that they uh, with something that didn't happen in the game, mm -hmm. and they show it's like 1968 or some shit like that. Mm -hmm. And I, I was like, oh boy, 
um, where is this going? And it shows like a talk show uh, with these two scientists. One's like a studies fungus and the other one studies, you know, viruses. And did you recognize who my man was? Who was it? That was the guy from the mummy, the brother. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. He got old, man. He got real old. Yeah. That's why I didn't recognize him. Yeah. And so that he was pretty much telling the audience, it was a perfect way to start up the, the whole show to intro the show. He was telling that there are fungus that, cannot infect a human host because the human body is above 94 degrees and a fungus cannot live in a host that is that hot. But he then goes to tell him, but what if a fungus adapts to the environment and mm-hmm. he, he pretty much, and it was just perfect because a lot of show, TV shows and movies have the global warming agenda. He subtly just says, well, if temperature rises and the fungus adapts to the te- the rising temperatures, it, it, it will start to, inf- what if it starts to infect humans? And then they, they, the host is just like, well, what happens then? And then he says, game over. We Oh, no, he says, we lose. And that just right there just ends and just starts off with, um, you know, where the game starts with, uh, what's her name? Uh, Sarah. Sarah. And... Um, they so, added a little more to that as well. The beginning of the game, you get to spend a little more time with Sarah. Because remember, in the game, um, it kind of just starts from when Joel comes home and that yeah. part. And then she goes to sleep and then wakes up and, you know, shit's hitting the fan. So they add a little more with that as well. So that was, I, I enjoyed that aspect as well. Um, but yeah, it got off to a great start, you know. And they, I really like how they added that part with the neighbor too. Um, or she's at the neighbor's house, and then you see very blurry in the background. The lady in the wheelchair is infected. You don't mm-hmm. really know too much, but it's blurry in the background. But if you've played the game, you know, hey, she's infected. And then if, maybe if you're not a game player, you're going, oh, what the fuck's going on here? And uh, I think that was a little nice touch. I, I, I do like how they're adding stuff, and they're kind of getting it right. You know, it's not ruining the story. Because let's get it straight. This is very faithful. This is a very, very faithful adaptation. They're tweaking things here and there, but like 90% of it is video game accurate, which I love. Yes. So I believe originally in the in the video game, the outbreak started in South America, I believe. Mm-hmm. I and, think so. And in this, the outbreak started in Jakarta, and which is in Asia. They They mentioned it in the first episode in a radio, or I think it was a newspaper clipping. But they were saying that crops uh, got tainted uh, with the fungus. And it makes much more sense because the, the cordyceps uh, fungus in real life, um, the ones that aff- um, infect bugs and turn them into zombies, are is actually in Asia and not South America. So is that, they're actually doing a better job than the video game. They're actually make, it's making more sense. And... Um, they were saying that a wheat factory got infected in Jakarta, which makes a lot of sense because if you realize during the first episode, um, in the morning where Sarah says, Oh, I'm going to, uh, I'm going to make you pancakes. And she's like, Oh, we don't have any flour. So didn't need any pancakes. 
then later on yeah. then the next scene is when they're going to um then they're going to leave for school or whatever and the neighbor is like oh do you want any, any of our biscuits we have extra and they're like oh we don't we, we we're on the atkins diet which is a low carb diet so i don't know if he was lying or not but he was pretty much saying that he's staying away from carbs and then uh, there's another scene where um she goes over to the neighbor's house after after school and mm-hmm. and uh the the caretaker's making cookies and she's like oh chocolate chip and she's like no raisins and she's like ooh yeah no never mind and then another final scene is when Joe comes home from work and Sarah's sleeping and she's like did you get the cake and Joe's like no i forgot and so the whole episode very subtly but they emphasize them not eating any wheat any wheat based products or flour or anything like that so they all didn't get infected because of that that's the reason why and it's a good way of showing or just like subtly telling like that's why they haven't got infected and everybody else did yeah yeah that's smart very smart um genius yeah and it's let's just um because i this first episode, um, one of the best parts in the game is that first scene where you're thrown right into it. Sarah wakes oh. up in the middle of the night. Joel's not home. And, you know, the neighbor zombie comes running up to the glass door and she realizes shit hits the fan. Joel eventually comes home. Then they're driving in the city and things are exploding. And then, you know, you have the tragic moment of Sarah's passing. Mm-hmm. Um, that was done so well, so well, so well. Um, the one shot scene where they're driving in the truck. Um, you get a little relationship with Tommy and Joel. You get to really see um, Sarah and Joel's relationship, and you kind of see, you know, Joel's this 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 veteran who's kind of already a broken man. So you get to understand why post apocalypse he's even more broken because you know in these yeah. scenes you kind of see Sarah kind of takes care of him. You know, she's mm-hmm. kind of always looking out for him. She's very mature for her age, and I yeah. really like that. You know, just. It was a, probably 15 minutes with Sarah, but you learn a lot from her in that time. And I yeah. really enjoyed that that backstory they gave on their relationship. And you can kind of see, you know, you know, obviously the death of his daughter escalates his his cold bloodedness. But you kind of see he was always kind of like that to begin with. Yeah. You know, I think Tommy and Joel are both uh, veterans. Of yeah, they're both. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which, yeah, I didn't realize. I, I wonder why Tommy looks so familiar. He's the Terminator in yeah, Diego Dark. Luna. Yeah, Gabriel Luna. Gabriel Diego Luna, Luna's sorry. Andor. <laughs> That's right. That's um, right. But yeah, I, I thought that the I I thought they did that scene where everything starts going to shit like amazing. It was almost shot for shot, but almost. But they did different things differently. Um, yeah, I think the one plane. thing. Yeah, the I plane think one, crash that was even better. Yes, they and, added that uh, plane crash in there. That That's where they're like, "Hey, we're gonna show our fucking budget here, guys." We, well, yeah, we got a budget going, here, so it's not gonna be a car crash. It's gonna be a fucking plane. <laughs> well, here's the thing that about that whole scene and what separates certain zombie movies apart from other zombie movies is that The Walking Dead is such a fucking snooze fest that the most interesting part that they, they kind of, you know, they kind of go around it. They, they showed bits and pieces of, but a, the most memorable zombie movies that I, I enjoyed were the ones that 
showed the collapse of society where the outbreak first yeah. initially hits yeah. and everybody's just going nuts everything's blowing up people the military the the law enforcement have no idea what to do which is sure pure chaos they did they showed that uh really well in dawn of the dead um where else did they show that they showed that really well in this I'm trying to think of another movie where it showed the breakdown of, and I, I think in like Resident Evil Three, they showed like uh, mercenaries. Well, Resident Evil Three, the original video game, it showed the mercenaries. Oh, and, and the, the movie. I'm like, oh, did no. it? I didn't have no. the patience to even no. get there. <laughs> Fuck that movie. But it showed <laughs> it showed the breakdown of the city and what people are doing to fight off the infection and i i yeah. love that i love the shirt because that's when your anxiety just starts going up because you're just like yeah. well well if i was going through that i'd probably be doing the same shit yeah and after um, this um watch station 11 it was a mini series that hbo max did yeah um, they did it last year and it was actually really good and they kind of show the breakdown of society it's about a a, a flu almost it's very covid like it's kind of strange oh. that it came out, but it's based on a book. So it's okay. not like it's not yeah. like they did it because of COVID. It's actually based on a book from a while ago. It's okay. actually a very well done show. It's a little okay. slow, but kind of reminded me of this just as a side. Yeah. But yeah, but, I mean, uh, this shows it's so accurate and HBO outdid themselves. I think it's like $10 million an episode. And what I really love is how much the movie sets or the, the, the sets look so accurate to the video game. You look oh, like you're yeah. in the video game and the world is actually, it's built out. They're not like small sets where it feels like, you know, feels like a movie set. It feels mm-hmm. like it's actually well built out. You know, they have the buildings that are collapsed like the video game. They have the wildlife and, and all the flowers and the plants that start growing after. They have the fungus growing on the walls and in the floors. The movie sets are just absolutely incredible absolutely yeah. incredible and you could see the budget and it had to be like that because this is how the game is and if you want to please video game people uh fans you have to build this out and they they took the time and the care and that's that's something we don't see yeah. with these video game adaptations you know and and what i'm afraid of and we're gonna have this discussion after but there's gonna be a lot of copycats after this because mm-hmm. this for me as you said 10 out of 10 this is the holy grail video game adaptation, period. This is the blueprint. But you know you're going to get some lazy studios. They're going to go and say, hey, what's another video game people enjoy? Uh, oh, yeah, they like Dead Space. Let's, yeah. let's go do this one. But they're going to half-ass it. But this one was done with such care that I, I really, really love um, everything about it, the movie sets. And there's a couple things that um, – that I want to talk about. And I want to start with Joel and Ellie, the first two, the main characters in this and the most important characters, you have to nail them. Joel, Pedro Pascal. I don't think anybody was mad about that. Everybody knows um, Pedro's work. He's done great work Mm -hmm. on the Mandalorian, you know, a whole bunch of other movies. What else has he been in? Uh, He was in that Nick Cage movie. Did you ever end up watching that? Game of Thrones. What movie? Yeah. Oh, the Nick Cage um, will be. Uh, yeah, the uh, the unbearable weight of massive weight talent. Of yeah, yeah. So he's oh, been no, in he's, a lot of stuff, and I we think really the only don't bad, to... I think the only bad thing sorry to cut you off, but the only bad thing he was in he was Wonder the Woman. villain in Wonder Woman. <laughs> yeah. So, um, 
we really don't have to sell people on on Pedro Pascal, and you know, he kind of looks like Joel if you just give him a beard. And we've already seen him do Texas accents and other and other his other work. So good well, casting. I think isn't he from Texas? He is from Texas, exactly. So yeah, he, he, he he knows. Well, he had a Texas accent or a Southern accent, and uh, well, no, he had a Texas accent in Kingsman, the golden, the second yep. Kingsman. Yeah, so, and I think he is from also, there. I think you're right about that. Yeah, but you know, I think a lot of people. This is what I saw online. We're we're not really convinced by Bella Ramsey. We've seen her in Game of Thrones, mm-hmm. small role, and she doesn't really look like Ellie. Uh, if we're being honest, mm, Ellie looks like Ellie looks like. Uh, what, what's her? I don't want to get this wrong and have people attacking me. Elliot Page. Yes. What's what's the new name that we have to Elliot, go by? Elliot. Elliot Page. Oh, it is Elliot. What was her other name? Yeah. Ellen Page. Okay. Ellen. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Um, but yeah, I think a lot of people were unconvinced that of Ellie just because she didn't play the part. And for me, for me, the acting is more important than yes. the looks. This is a ten year old video game. You can't expect to nail every single look without sacrificing some quality of acting. Yeah. And for me, I'd rather have this acted well because the most important, the be- one of the best things about this game is the voice acting is so good. The, the animation is so good. So yeah. I, what was your thoughts on this before you even saw it? And did she immediately change your mind? If you did have any negative thoughts coming into it about, Ellie? I, I, all right, so I, obviously I thought in my head, and I, you know, it's weird because I'm a stickler for these kind of things, for video games, adaptations to movies. And so um, I saw, uh, you know, the Resident Evil movie, that the one most recently came out, and the choice for Leon, and thinking okay. in my head, why the fuck would they do that? And I'm like, does anybody ever stay true? So uh, the choice for... Um, for Ella, uh, Ellie, Bella Ramsey, I knew if she was going to act her fucking heart out. I I knew, but I also at the same time I was like, gosh, oh, she doesn't look like her at all. So I don't know if I'm gonna this is gonna work for me. But like I said, I knew that she is a really good actress, so I wasn't going to be worried about you know the execution or the 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 final execution. But you know, I I I didn't really have any doubts to be honest. I think a lot of people were hating on it. And, you know, video game fans, I, I, I wish I couldn't, uh, I didn't have to say that they aren't a toxic fan base. <laughs> they are <laughs> the worst in the world. Um, but I, I, I didn't really have any doubts. I wanted this show to succeed really, yeah. really bad. Just from the look of it and the trailers, the, the initial pictures, the set pictures. And I knew they were going to do, do a good job because, like you said, the, the movie sets and um were amazing and uh you know I, we had alex on the podcast a few times and i was actually talking to him about the show and he was like dude the move the the whole set the the, the overall screenplay and the tone of everything production the set designers yeah production um he said is a 10 out of 10 uh, i mean he's dude how, the walking dead for example could not even touch them as far as set pieces. It's literally just, just they just found some rundown place in the south and and just you know took a picture or shot the scene with tall grass. This is not just they showed in the Last of Us. They showed what would happen twenty years after 
you know, if no one, there's no, we're not, we stop taking care of this, the, the streets, stop plowing them, you know, sewage is done, irrigation, wildlife, or just the earth just takes back the city, you know, mm-hmm. it just, it just starts to, uh, and go, I mean, you see like broken windows and then eventually dirt gets through, put into those windows and layers and layers of dirt. And then eventually moss grows, eventually grass grows and, you know, so I thought that was really cool. Um, yeah. So they, not only they, they knock it out of the part where the acting, they knocked it out of the part with the set design. They knocked it out of the park with um, the score. The score. Oh yeah. The music is great. It's, it's, they, they stuck with that. Um, everything, everything in the show is just well done and executed. Uh, even all the way down to the advertising, they didn't show too much. Um, so it's only the second episode and I, and it feels like it's going to be like this throughout the series. I don't think we're going to have any filler episodes because like you said, I think mm-hmm. the first season is the first game. Yeah. First season is the first game. It's nine total episodes. First episode was what an hour, 20 minutes. And I actually episode three, I think I heard is the longest episode, the one we're going to go into this weekend. And it's going to be primarily about bill. It's actually the longest episode. So it's it's nine episodes. I think it's probably like ten, and they probably expanded a couple. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's brown. It's nice. It's nine for sure. Yeah. So that's. Uh, I kind of wish they stretched it out, but I mean, what are you gonna do? Uh, mm, I think it's moving at a great yeah, pace. I really a, do. Yeah. So like, I at first I, <clears throat> I believe I wanted it to not do the first game, but then I realized I'm like, you know what? All, all, the, all the segments, you know, in the game, it makes sense that it's one season. But um, I think I, so. Going on to episode, I want to talk a little about episode two. Um, yeah. So let's finish I, episode one before we get to episode two. So right off the bat, Joel and Ellie, that's them. They nailed it. Yeah. For you, that's how it was for me. Yeah, absolutely. Once I saw Ellie, her first scene where she does the oh, one, two, yeah. fuck you. I was so, like, that was awesome. And, so uh, yeah, I love I, it. I, I just want to add to about uh, when they first introduced Ellie. You know, I was having a discussion with this about my, with my friends about how Ellie was, and one of my buddies was just like, you know, I, I don't, I don't like. I was like, I get she's, you know, she's a good actress, but why does she? Why? Where, where's her innocence? You know, where you know she just seems like just a badass off the rip. I'm like, did you actually play the video game? Because that's that's literally how did she this is. Come from a video game player or or just yeah. a viewer? Well, he played the game, but I don't think like he played it. it. But then like um, another one of my buddies who is an avid gamer and he played the video game. He's like, you know, I, I'm. He was. I believe he was saying that you know. You know, Ellie was a little was innocent in the beginning of The Last of Us. I'm like, dude, no, she wasn't. If you if you go back and play the game, she she's asking for a gun literally in like one of the first scenes that you meet her. Mm-hmm. And you know, this is a post apocalyptic zombie or it's a zombie apocalypse girl. She's not going to be, you know, it's not going to she's going to be sheltered. That she's going to be playing with Barbie dolls, and you know, most of these yeah. kids are going to know how to take care of them, but if you play the beginning parts of the video game, Ellie is immune to uh, seeing death. She sees a mm-hmm. pile of corpses and she's like, whoa. And then she's <clears> outside <throat> in the world, outside the walls. And she's like, oh, this is like, I'm finally outside. This is so cool. And 
she's really unfazed. She she even volunteers to go off on her own and unlock doors and all that stuff. And yeah, yeah, I think mean, that's how she is in the rip. So I don't need, I don't understand why does she have to need to be innocent where she's already prepared for what's to come, kind of mentally wise. Did you talk to them after episode two? Because I feel like episode two kind of gave us a little more backstory on Ellie and we kind of see why she is how she is. Yeah. This was a before episode two. So did they, did they say, Oh, okay. They, they did better with her character in episode two. I didn't really get to talk to them about that. You kind of, yeah, you kind of said, eh, write these guys off. We don't need to talk about last of us anymore. Yeah. So <laughs> as soon as they said, like, why isn't Ellie innocent? I'm like, all right, you know, I don't think you remember the game, but, um, but I think they gave her like, yeah, I, I could kind of see people for I could see somebody who didn't play the game having that opinion on her. Like, why is she such a little bitch? Yeah. But in episode two, they answer those questions for you. You see, you know, how she has to she she knows a lot of things like she seems very smart, but there's a lot of things she doesn't know. And she does kind of have that innocence when she first sees the clicker. And, you know, she acts has this tough exterior, but you can kind of see her soft side in this episode, you know, with, with how it ends and, and, you know, their first experience with the clicker and all that. Yeah. And no, she does a great job. And obviously in the second episode, um, I want to actually change back to what I was, um, what I said about the first episode and, and, you know, the second episode starts off like the first episode, they do a flashback scene. And I love that. I love, and oh, that was great that, that I, I had to go back and rewatch that scene because I enjoyed it so much. Uh, they had that scene where, uh, a, what is it? Uh, kind of scientist, someone who studies fungus, uh, Oh, mycotologist. So a micro, they have this mycotologist that's like eating dinner in Jakarta or eating lunch in Jakarta. And mm-hmm. this military general comes in and he pretty much, you know, uh, what is it? Takes her or whatever. I'm trying to think of the word, the, the mil- proper military word. Detains her. Detains her. She doesn't know what she's going into. You know, it seems like this general is just like, I'm not here to arrest you. Um, I'm here to take you somewhere. So I, I believe he takes her to this, uh, the Center for Disease Control in Jakarta and shows her a, 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 a microscope uh, slide of the fungus. And she turns around. She's like, why is this, you know, blah, blah, blah on a slide? And he's like, oh, we had it, we had it from like a human test subject. And she's like, that's impossible. Uh, uh, cordyceps can't survive in a huge subject. And then it cuts to the dead body. And she starts, uh, she starts uh, dissecting this dead body who had got infected at the factory. I think someone bit her at the mm-hmm. factory that she works at. And then she turned and she started going nuts and she bit like four, three other people. Yep. And then he like, she, she cuts open her leg and then you could see in the leg a little bit like the fungus take, took, took over like her muscles and everything like that. Mm-hmm. And then takes, the, I thought this was really creepy. They, she goes in inside her mouth and takes out the the tendrils from the fungus, and it's still alive, even though she's dead. They shot her in the head prior. That the, mm-hmm. the fungus is still alive, yep. and it, it cuts to her in, <laughs> on a couch drinking tea, and she just it, the look on her face is so morbid. And I think it was one of the most. I think this scene in general is so important because the general asks, "What should we? You know, 
you know, can we come up with a, 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 cure. a, a cure, a vaccine, a medicine? And she goes, let me, un- let, let me understand this. I've been studying the, this, this fungus all my life. There is no cure. There is no vaccine. And the, and the general goes, well, what should we do? And the scientist goes, bomb. Yeah. Bomb, bomb, and bomb everybody in this city. And then she goes, I would like to be home with my family. She already knows that the fungus, the, the infection is already spread past um, outside of Jakarta and the whole world. And she knows that I believe in Jakarta, it's one of the top five places where the whole entire world gets their wheat. And I think one of this scene in this scene is so important because how hopeless a scientist uh, it looks when he's, she says there's no, there's nothing we could do. And mm-hmm. it creates uh, the stakes and yep. it, it lets you know how important Ellie is that it's the first person as, or like the first person that they know of that is immune. And um, she represents hope. Yes. She represents hope. And I, another thing that you don't realize that what gave this scene so much power is that the general whose job is to fucking kill essentially is asking the scientist for a cure and the scientist whose job is to cure things and to, you know, prolong life. She's the one that says bomb everybody, kill everybody. And I like that switch in dynamic and just, you're just that. I think that scene in general does so much for the episode because it just creates an overall dread. And I, I honestly hope, that every episode starts with a flashback. That's I love that. And like I yeah. said, I love watching those scenes where that shows you what happened. You get more of an understanding of, of the virus or like a, a backstory on, you know, and I, I love that. I love it. I want more. Yeah, no, that was it's a great little five minutes that explained so much. And yeah, like you said, it it immediately a mycologist is is Basically, like we're fucked, and there's nothing we can do. Uh, yeah. Bomb the city, and let's pray it doesn't spread too quickly. Oh, and, and then, and then later on, you see that they actually did bomb cities. Yeah. As Joel and Ellie are walking around, you see big craters, uh, big craters in the cities, and the buildings are collapsed, and you know there's shit everywhere, and it's basically like a, you know, a nuclear radiation zone, almost very Chernobyl. Like that's why it was a great pairing to get these people in because it's yeah. very, there's a lot of dread and yeah. Uh, the transition of that. And now Ellie represents this hope, which, which I like because it's going to be very interesting to see them adapt part two. This is going to get greenlit. The numbers for the show are out of this world. I'm so happy. It's very successful. Yeah. Um, one of the best premieres since house of the dragon. Um, Second best premiere after House of the Dragon, I should say. So gr- season two is inevitable. It's going to get greenlit. Oh, yeah. Um, definitely. And think about season part two that you haven't played, and I won't give up anything. But in this game, as dreadful as it is, Ellie represents hope, right? So mm-hmm. there, is a, a, there is a shining light in this. As, mm-hmm. as dreadful as the environment is in, in part one, in episode one, they, they had that scene where the kid walks into the quarantine zone. They scan it. It's red, and then Joel has to throw the body in freaking fire. Yeah, he's numb um, to children dying now. Yeah. So, um, I oh, I want to add a little wait, something. one one thing, but uh, that, that that's what's going to be interesting because there is there is a shining light in this, and in part two, there, there, if once you play it, you'll realize there's not a lot of hope in that game. So that'll be interesting when yeah. they do that. So go ahead. 
Yeah, no, I, I, I'm going. I'm actually going to once I finish replaying the remake, I'll, uh, I'll jump on part two. But um, one thing I want to add to that scene in the beginning of episode two, the Jakarta scene, it's if you look at the date, it takes it takes place two days prior to the first episode where the outbreak happened. Uh, okay. So you realize how fucking fast this fungus moved. And literally, yeah. take, they said it took um, less than 30 hours. I think it yeah. takes less. So, and um, um, so that it just shows to show you how fast uh, this fungus move. I think it, the, the, the wheat was already infected, obviously, and all the, the flour went out in the world and everybody got infected. So, yeah, I probably went in a, like a two, maybe a week, two weeks. The, the world was like pretty Fuck. much ground zero. Yeah. Um, Here's another thing. So we're, we were talking about things that um, the show did as and 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 a po- what what they did in the video game. And you said they did minor tweaks here and there. They did some a very big change um, in the show. To me, at least, I thought it was a big change that from the video game, but it made more sense. The spores, so, yes, the spores. Yeah. So in the show, uh, they have the fungus more like a hive mind, and they actually mm-hmm. explain that. If if like spores are can actually alert another their other tendrils like miles away or whatever, that's an actual thing I believe. Uh, yeah, and, it's actually yeah. That's the scary thing is this is actually based on actual science. It's so. plausible, yeah. It's yeah. very plausible, and people are freaking out actually. Um, so <laughs> I I, th- I watched the ending of the second episode, like the after credits the explanation of the show. Yeah, so did I. And I watched uh, it as well. It's really good. Yeah. One of the guys was saying that he was like, you know, in the video game, they fucking played the game. They're like in the video game. Well, Neil Druckmann's a big part of it. He's the developer of the yeah. game. Yeah. Because like in the, in the game, you had the spores. And he said, you know, we wanted to create a more grounded area and not like the game is pretty grounded as well. Um, but spores uh, wouldn't translate well because you're going to have people be like, well, if the spores, why is everybody not infected? Cause spores could leak into anywhere. Like they yeah. could even leak into a mask, like under a mask, like a mask exactly. is not foolproof. So you, you can't really get the reaction of the actors if they're <clears throat> under a mask. Yeah. Well, how should I say that? Million. To, well, I mean, I'm just saying it's the fucking Mandalorian. He had his mask on. For yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but you ain't gonna pay ten million an episode and have yeah, Bella no. Ramsey and, well, and they, Pedro Pascal in a mask the whole time. Well, with a show like this, that's also like pushed, you know, the emotion. You know, I kind of want to see their faces, so they yeah, changed absolutely. it. They said we're gonna change the spores in more of a fungal growth, and it actually makes more sense because the fungal growth that you see in the game kind of looks like annihil- what Annihilation did with with the fungal growth. And then they did it in the show. And I was like, dude, it looks amazing. And it makes more sense. And that was a big change that they did because the spores were part of the gameplay aspect where Joel has to put a mask on. Big, big time. Ellie doesn't need a mask because she could breathe in the spores and not get affected. Um, what's it called? And another thing that they did was, I, I believe when... At the end, when Tess got infected, it's and this is a fast move. I think a bite uh, speeds up the process almost mm-hmm. of the infection rate. Because right. um, uh, and then so she she's telling them, you know, go take her to the West Coast, 
uh, I'll, as like my time's over. It's like blah, 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 hope and everything. So she, she puts all the grenades on the floor and the gasoline and, um, one of the one of the one the one of the zombies that Joel kills, it goes on the spores and alerts, you know, the fucking horde that was lying around. They're called tendrils in the game. Tendrils. So yeah. the tendrils in the floor. Yeah, basically. Yeah, you know, alerts. Alerts them. the other then, zombie herd. So here's one thing that a lot of people are split up on from what I'm reading is that when the horde got in there and and Tess is trying to light mm-hmm. up the gasoline, the one of the one of the zombies goes up to her and like quote unquote kisses her and everybody's freaking out over that because why do they need the kiss? That was so stupid. And I'm like, right off the bat, I'm like, you can't be that stupid. You can't be that dumb. to people aren't dumb. Cause I realize I'm like, it knows that she's infected. So he, yeah. he's just going to speed up the process. I, the high I mind. immediately thought that in my head. And mm-hmm. she, so, you know, she was because uh, she was already like twitching, you know, and that's one yeah. of the telltale signs. Oh, by the way, they had that in the first episode when uh, Sarah was in class, and you and like she sees a bracelet reflecting light in the class, and she looks over to the girl that whose left hand is twitching with the bracelet. It goes to shows that some of her classmates were already infected. I thought that was a yeah. cool little subtle thing, but anyways, going back to Tess. Sorry, I mean deviate. Um, Tess was yeah. great. Tess was amazing, was and that little yeah, thing where, where where the zombies sees uh, her and recognize that she's also infected, she, they're not going to rip her apart. You know, I thought that was cool. I, that adds layers to the the fungus and what the, ultimately what they were trying to do. Yeah, no, it it, it makes sense. It, you know, and this is the thing. This is this is the thing. Uh, people. This is a this is a service public service announcement for these movie studios and television studios that are going to try to recreate the success that The Last of Us is having. Yeah, don't miss the point of why people love this. One of the main producers on this is somebody who made the game. Yeah, attention, uh, people that made Halo and were arrogantly celebrating that they never played the game. Yeah, they never don't played ever. Game. Don't ever. Ever celebrate that as if that's something good because it's not. Yeah. It's not. The reason this is so successful, it's a cool show. It's post-apocalyptic. That's going to bring in names. But this video game sold 20, 30 million, 40 copies. You already have the fan base. So all you have to do is be faithful. Do the things from the game. And guess what? I don't hear any things complaining, people complaining. Maybe there's a few idiots saying, oh, why is Sarah black? This show is too woke. You don't get that. You get those complaints yeah. when you completely butcher the product. You can tweak things. You could change things. And you could still get love from the original fans, which this is getting. Yeah. As long as you show that you appreciate the source material. Treat yeah. a video game as if you would a novel. Because that's yeah. what video games are nowadays. There's no yeah. better... There's no better narrated story than Last of Us Part One and Part Two. That you can put that up with 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 movies. Yeah, absolutely. So so so, in the future when you're doing this, it's it's not that hard. But these movie studios, they're very arrogant. They want to change shit. They want to do all these things without actually respecting well, it's the, the, e- the source material. It's egotistical <clears throat> because a lot of these people that get handled on these properties like Halo, Resident Evil, Mortal Kombat, whatever video game franchise that they get their hands on, they're like, oh, I want to do my own thing. It's just like, no, 
No, that's not what made the game yeah. so great. It's not your it is your brain. It's not your ideas. Like every time someone does that, like, oh, I'm going to do my own thing. It goes to shit. It literally yep. goes to shit. And you're not respecting the source material because at the end of the day, if you're going to change all these things, it's not it's not Halo. It's not Resident Evil. The, the, the Halo show is an absolute abomination. It's it's it's, it's so bad. I had no idea how it got greenlit for uh, the second season. Um, it did, so right? it, yeah, it did get greenlit for the second season. So if fucking Halo, the TV show, gets greenlit <laughs> for the second season, I could I could definitely see The Last of Us get greenlit for this. Dude, they should have greenlit Last oh. of Us two based off the fucking trailer. Yeah, it'll get greenlit. The numbers are amazing, and it deserves it. And that's going to be interesting how it adapts. But we have way more to go before we even discuss that. Um, but yeah, I mean. <sighs> It's a 10 out of 10 for me. It, it's my favorite video game of all time, and it's extremely faithful, and it actually it does some things better in this, and it expands on the, the, the lore of the video game, and I'm, I'm really happy. And, and we got to talk about the clicker scene. We can't, we can't just review oh, yeah. this and not talk about the clicker scene and how absolutely accurate, terrifying, how amazing that scene was. And that's what I'm loving. I know what's coming. For the most part, they're going to tweak things now and then, but it's like the first time I'm watching it because they've done it so well. And that clicker scene was just fucking awesome. And the things I love in this too, the little callbacks to the video game, the slow reloading of the gun and the clicker scene, which is actually a part in the game, Um, the planks they have to walk across, them making jokes about how Ellie can't swim, which is a big part of the video game, how you always have to put her on a raft in the video yeah, like a, uh, um, like a palette. just little little callbacks there it just shows those little things are, are simple things you do that video game players go oh man that's awesome yeah that's definitely a callback i'm sitting here laughing and melissa's watching with me and she's going what are you laughing at i'm like well she actually watched me play part two but um, i have to explain it some of the stuff from part one but yeah it's just those little things are just epic man i really love those those things it, it's it's so good i i I can't wait for episode three. And from what I've read, episode three is supposed to be the best episode. And they expand on Bill's story. Bill, a, a very integral part of the of the video ga- of the game. Yeah, and, so many personalities. Uh, it's actually, like I said, it's a long episode. It's almost an hour and a half. Yeah, um, I'm <clears throat> I'm very excited to see what they where they go with this show. Uh, I'm almost they. I don't know if they're gonna go crazy and change a lot of you know, for this part two, we'll see. Um, maybe it'll stay, it'll probably stay true to it for just for the wow factor of it, uh, for obvious reason. But, um, yeah, I think I they already that. said they would do, they would do part two in two seasons, a season two and three. Oh, that makes and sense. And if you play it, it would make sense. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, everything about this show is so fucking good. And it's actually like reigniting my fear for zombies because I used to have like recurring <laughs> nightmares about zombies. <laughs> Um, yeah, that clicker scene, that, that one scene where that clicker is hunting Joel, Joel by himself. And he has like the, the, what I think it was like a revolver Revolver. and he's trying to reload it. Like he's going slowly and then little does he know that the the clicker is like creeping up on him. And even I knew it was going to be there. The way they set up the scene is so well done that when it showed it, I I fucking literally jumped that, you know, Leanna was, uh. Well, I was sitting next to me, and she's like, "Yeah, you jumped a few times," and I was like, "I know, I'm a big pussy." <laughs> what she think of the show? Because I doubt she played it, right? Oh no, she didn't. She didn't play the game. No, she 
she she's like this show is really good i'm like i know yeah. it's it's fucking great she she loves she loves it so that 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 there's all the endorsement you need you have a, two video game players um we love it people who haven't seen that played the video game they love it so yeah i mean just great i can't wait to watch this whole season i mean there's parts i'm thinking in my head that i, I now i can't wait to see on the big on the uh on the screen that's going to be just epic 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 parts especially with how the uh, story ends. Uh, so yeah, it's going to be great. going to be great. Anything else that we missed that you want to touch on um, for us? 10 out of 10, both of us. Um, did we yeah. miss anything important? What important scene was I thinking about? Um, no, I think I really touched on everything. I, I we went pretty thorough with that. Uh, I, um, yeah. I just like, uh, dude, when, okay, so in the first episode and then when it was ending where Joel gets the emergency call, which was like a eighties song yeah, when, they yeah, showed, awesome. when they showed the, the building collapse, I was like, Oh man. And they show a clicker in the background Did in the left, that? in the left. He just, yeah, how, yeah. he howls. It's very faint. Like the, the clicker howl. The clicker or whatever. Noise, yeah. yeah. So, um, one of my, uh, I think someone asked me, they're like, someone that didn't play the game, they're like, is there uh, other types of uh, zombies? Like, are there, I like, I, is there one that like spews anything? I'm like, I'm not going to ruin anything, but there is one big motherfucker that's coming <laughs> and I cannot wait to the trailer. Them. Yeah. They have the, the bloater. The bloater. And yeah. I just can't wait to see how they deal with the bloater. Maybe they just run. Cause I would just fucking run. I, dude. Yeah. I, they're, you know, there's there's zombie apocalypse movies where I'm like, I could probably live through this. There's no way of surviving The Last of Us. Oh, no. like, I wouldn't yeah, want to anyways. Not. Fuck no. Fuck no. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's, uh, it's so good. HBO is just outdoing themselves right now. They're, they're on a roll. Barry, uh, Succession's coming after this. I can't wait for oh, that to come yeah, back. No way. So many, so many good shows. Yeah. Uh, did you ever see The White Lotus as well? That was no, an awesome fucking show. So that was another show that made its waves. There's a lot coming out, even not even just HBO. I mean, uh, Dead Space comes out Friday, the remake. Oh, yeah, um, that. Uh, the Mandalorian season three comes out in March. Uh, yep. So many good things. So I'm fucking dude. This guy's doing The Last of Us and The Mandalorian, two of the top yes. watch shows in the world right now. Fucking oh, yeah. Pedro Pascal is mopping up. He's awesome. And, and he guess what? He plays a surrogate father in both. <laughs> So it, exactly, it's going to be great. I hope they don't. I, I I hope HBO does the right thing, and I hope it's a they do this as a mini series and not fucking Walking Dead, which should have ended like eight years ago. <clears throat> so, um, yeah, from from what they've said is if if they got greenlit for for another season, they would split part two up into two seasons, which would make sense because there's there's yeah there's mm-hmm. a lot that goes on in those in those movies and uh, in those in the in the part two. Sorry. Yeah, and that would make a ton of sense. And I'm I'm pretty sure within the next week or two we're gonna read that it was greenlit for season two. Yeah, definitely, I mean, definitely. Velma got greenlit for season two, and and <laughs> it, it's, it's. Did you ever watch that? I watched the first episode, and I got up to so the part bad. where she. I got, I turned it off when Velma fucking hits Daphne with a with a fucking wooden cane. <laughs> yeah. I'm just like, the first was, monologue wait, made me cringe. Yeah, I'm like, that's your friend. You just literally cracked over her head with a cane. <laughs> yeah, that first part made me cringe. 
it's getting it's getting battered, right? It's the lowest. Oh rated. yeah, it's uh, I have it here. It's um, it's it's Gringle Poppy territory. One point three out of ten <laughs> oh on uh, IMDb. So yeah, it's getting rips, and that's something where you know it's not a video game Scooby Doo, but it's a popular popular cartoon that's been you know going for 60 years or whatever and you just take it and you try to push political propaganda all over it yeah try to push nonsense over it and and feminism over it without actually caring about like if you wanted to do that just make your own original thing like why take scooby-doo like scooby-doo's not even in it that doesn't even make sense i was trying to be harley quinn that's the thing yeah well scooby is actually in the show it is revealed i think it's an actual person don't it please it's, stop he's like yeah, a, please stop i'm going to read right now scooby is a person yeah it's like a gay couple or something like that <sighs> i'm not even interested in digging into that more but yeah it's, it's trying to be harley quinn and harley quinn's it actually does some of the things in this this show but it does it very smart good jokes actually cares about the characters in batman so yeah uh if you do want to watch like an edgy animated show i would i would point you to harley quinn over velma yeah like velma is yeah. Un, unadulterated trash um yeah. it's terrible harley quinn's well, smart though good show and I, that, I think that's coming back in a couple months i i can't stand woke culture i mean i you know i i understand there's there's a lot of shit going on in the world right now and people are divided but <laughs> We do go to these places to escape all that bullshit, you know, unless yeah. it's something like a, it literally has to do with the subject at hand. There's no need to literally the, it's yeah. a fucking kid's cartoon based on, you know, them catching a spooky ghost that turns out to be an actual person. You know, that's the premise of the show. Yeah. <laughs> it's not about like, it's not about, you know, being represented. It's so dumb. It's yeah. so fucking dumb. Yeah, it's, it's it's bad. Stop doing that, it, and it, it falls into all the 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 easy, easy stereotypical stuff that these shows do. That they all say the same thing, you know. Uh, the the Fred is is the devil in this because he's a white male and he's privileged, and it's just it's it's nonsense. It has nothing to say other than stuff that you can read on your parents' Facebook and you know, and just random old people's Facebook. It's, yeah. it's nonsense, complete nonsense. Um, but yeah, like I said, if you want to see edgy animation, watch Harley Quinn because that's a, that's actually a good show. I think that's coming back in a couple months as well. So, and you know, this is the movie chemist, so I, I, I'm hoping we can do a Megan review in a couple weeks and, oh, and yeah. maybe talk about two more episodes of The Last of Us, and uh, we'll do a movie review also. Megan, I'm sure you've seen it; it's been very heavily promoted. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, new movie that came out horror thriller dark comedy genre kind of thing yeah uh, it looks like one of those silly it's almost like another chucky but i believe megan is a artificial intelligence doll right yeah it got greenlit for a sequel yeah yeah it did well in the box office uh got good reviews so we're gonna review that and uh we'll definitely be back for more last of us because we're enjoying it and it's a great show we want to talk about it so Maybe anything we'll... else before we go? Have you seen anything that you will tell the listeners to go watch or tell them to stay away from? Oh. 
the the movie chemists are playing catch up right now. I'm still trying to play catch up on the movies I saw in 2021. You know, <laughs> yeah, um, I saw a lot, but I'm it, there's nothing. It, it was a bad year for film last year. It really was. Like there's nothing really memorable that sticks out in my head. What do you mean, Big Willie just won the Oscar for uh, <laughs> King it? Richard? King Richard, yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I I got I gotta take a look at the Oscar uh, nominations, and I'm gonna. I'm gonna try. You're not gonna know any of those movies because I was dude. like, "Did you ever watch Top Gun?" Oh my god, dude, no, not yet. It's what on Paramount. Fuck? I know, I, dude. I swear to God, at like, least watch I, that, my friend. I, I have, I, dude. I can't even call myself a movie chemist right now. I'm so <laughs> my, my backlog of movies and TV shows is so far behind that. Yeah, yeah. I get it. I get I'm, it. I'm coming back. We're making a comeback. It's good. It's good, and that's a movie uh, you and your your newly appointed fiance. Fiance. Yeah, I <laughs> hopefully she doesn't listen to the beginning part of that. I got to get used to saying that. I find myself correcting, like, "Oh my god, oh, yeah. my, I'm girl, still not my, used my fiance, to it. yeah, yeah, my yeah. Fiance, yeah." It'll take a while. Yeah. It'll take a while, and then you'll be married, and then it'll be wife, and then yeah. you'll have to do the same shit all over again. Yeah, so. Exactly. But, um, <laughs> yeah, we're gonna definitely come back for Last of Us. I know we said that last time, and then it took us five months to return. People were getting engaged and shit, mm-hmm. but um, <laughs> we'll try to make it a smaller gap so uh, yep. we don't miss out on on the lives of our, our us two, our, our thrilling lives. But yeah, uh, if we don't get back for episode three, let's do uh, another two episode recap like we just did. Yeah, and, uh, I think that's it. Maybe we'll watch a couple Oscar films in the meantime. But yeah, definitely Megan. I, I want to see that. I know you were saying you wanted to see it as well, so that's yeah. why I mentioned that. Absolutely. Yeah. No, I'm down. I see that Michael Myers poster back there as well. Believe it or not, it's my fiance's. She's yeah, a big. Yeah, you told she's, me she's a Michael. I like that. Yeah, I'm more of a Jason guy. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I love Michael Myers. I got this. She would like this. Oh, nice. Yeah, I was going to get her a Funko Pop uh, Halloween. Yeah, this one's Michael cool because it's, it's the original movie poster. Yeah. With him inside of it. It's pretty yeah. cool. Collector's edition. cover. Yeah, it's badass. I love Michael Myers. Did you see the new Halloween? The, the last what, one, Halloween Ends, I think it was called. Was it better than the one that came out last year? I don't know. I didn't really like it. Some people liked it. It's It's different. It's kind of steers away from michael myers so maybe uh Leanna wouldn't like it too much the second one was trash though i know you saw that one that was typical um typical like uh generic horror where yeah people are just stupid as fuck <laughs> yeah but yeah well uh there's i don't know i'm kind of burnt out on the whole rebake genres of horror movies i just want to yeah. see new shit did you see that movie Barbarian, or did you hear about it? I did. I want to watch that as well because that I looks did. pretty good. And I, 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 heard, I, I forgot. Okay, so all right, we'll we'll talk about it. We'll, no, we'll, no, no, we'll, no, like view Barbarian, and we'll talk about it. Yeah, no, let's let's watch Megan because that's more recent. Yeah, People yeah. might want to hear a review about that since it just came out. Okay, but yeah, we'll keep up with the Last of Us, man. I'm I'm so excited for episode three, the Bill episode. Um, don't want to spoil anything. But he was a very interesting character. I love the the casting of Nick Offerman as well. I think that's a great casting for him. Yeah, no, uh, I I, I want to see because usually I'm used to seeing him in uh, in uh, like uh, comedies. 
So it'll be interesting to see him in this kind of setting. So I'm very pumped for the rest of the season. I have great things. And, uh, you know, if they fucking drop the ball, they drop the ball. You know, I don't think that's going to happen, though. Yeah, no, I don't think so either. There's no reason to believe it. It would be extremely shocking if things went south. You know, that it seems to be in the right direction. And one thing I do like is that they actually let reviewers review all nine episodes. Which I love because a lot of times you see these TV reviews and they write these glowing reviews and it's just about episode one to three and a fucking twelve part up and a twelve episode series and it's like you're giving it a a five out of five but you saw three episodes (laughs) you saw twenty five percent of it how is it a five stars I don't get it it's they actually let them see all of the episodes that's that's cool that they let them do them I think if you if you like reveal something from another episode I I think they have their right to sue you into oblivion. Yeah. Yeah. No spoilers, of course, but yeah. All right, cool. Good. Good to be back. Um, hopefully next time you hear from us, we're not married. You know, that would be crazy. (laughs) Uh, He says that in the most positive way. He wants us to not take a break. Like we used to, (laughs) hopefully we're not married. (laughs) Last time we left here, we were, uh, technically unengaged and now we're engaged. And yeah, it's crazy. I totally forgot that, that in, um, I got engaged in September. Yeah, yeah, that's nuts. But let's do it, man. It's good to be back. It's good to see your face. It's been a while. We talked yeah. through text, but I haven't seen you in a minute. I know. The new, the new pad looks dope. So thank you. Tell thank your fiance you. I said hi. And uh, yeah, you we'll as well. Podcast. We are out. Episode 147. Peace. Peace.